Long time no see. Harrison's Feather here. <laughs> I just want to say, if you've got little young little boys, young little boys, you're in for a tickling. Tickle, 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 tickle. Oh yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast, cause it's a very good podcast, oh yeah, 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 it's a funny, 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 funny show, Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Harrison. Harrison, I'm in, uh, God, I'm in such pain today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like dressed like an old man wearing like, what are these, tracksuit pants? Yeah. Look like an old old, old Jew in Florida in my tracksuit track pants. pants. But uh, yeah, I just um, uh, a couple days ago had my entire ass tattooed. My ass and uh, upper thigh. It's part of like, you know, that whole bodysuit thing that I'm doing for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know either what anymore. You, Darth Maul? What, I, what I don't even do? know. Okay. You know, it's like, it's part yeah. of my art, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I think it's kind of pathological at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. We're just getting straight black. You just, black is black. Well, no, they're, it's born in pieces okay. from this right. one particular tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. I think he's renowned, world-renowned mm-hmm. for his style. So that's why I travel out to Eindhoven to get tattooed by the guy. Uh, but uh, he was actually tattooing in Austin at a, uh, a really great shop, actually, Rock of Ages, uh, Thomas Hooper shop. And then he was tattooing here at a Two-Spirit Tattoo owned by Rocks. And so I went and got tattooed for six hours. And uh, yeah, now I, have, now I can officially say kiss my black ass. I have like a black ass. Basically, mm-hmm. but the problem with getting yeah, your you ass tattooed, you should start saying that. You should definitely <laughs> go around and just start saying that. Think the problem is, I, I can't really wear pants, so right. I'm kind of wearing like tracksuit pants. I can't really wear underwear right now. But the worst part about it mm-hmm. is having to take a shit, and I haven't had, I haven't actually done it yet. Mm. But I think I'm gonna have to like full on Dukes of Hazard it. Uh, yeah, you should do that. Or what you, what I, what I would do if I were you is just take a whole bunch of paramide. What's uh, laparamide? Is fucking, that a laxative? Uh, any, what is it? Um, oh, antidiarrheal? Yeah, what is that called? Uh, what, emodium? Brand, emodium, yeah. Take a bunch of that. But why? And just not shit? Yeah, for two days or something until it's less sore. I guess. It's just, yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, I haven't shit since Thursday. I mean, I've done that. But yeah. I guess what I could do is mm-hmm. just try to, I mean, I had to do it for my other ass cheek. What you have to do is you have to do it on the side and sort of like sidewind it out. I know. I've, I've seen your bloody sarong. <laughs> All right. I'm just I wish dreading you would it. Would wear put the track pants back on, you know. <laughs> I'm just Your dreading bloody it. Bloody sarong it's, of justice is horrifying. It's ruined my Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you have big? Do you have like a barbecue? Oh yeah, I got I got real big plans. You you got big barbecue plans? Yeah, I'm doing a doing a barbecue. Me and the misses. Yeah, doing your, a uh-huh. your friends Chad and Greg invite you over for a uh-huh. barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about that because, uh, you know, I follow people. Like, I'll be grilling the remainder of my hope <laughs> and eating it. 
you know, I follow normal people mm-hmm. on Facebook, like mm-hmm. people with normal lives. And I see them post like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. barbecue with my family and mm-hmm. things like that. When's the last time you were invited to anything like that? I got invited to a barbecue last year. Oh, you were at, wow. I feel like it was last year. Yeah, I know some. Did but you it was go? like I really had to guilt some people into into letting me go to it. It <laughs> wasn't even just... a friend of mine. It was like a friend of a friend, <laughs> and I was just kind of like I was like in a really bad state, and I was just like these motherfuckers. It was a holiday. I don't remember what it was. Did you just go there and just like, like scowl in the corner? Better, somebody better invite me to some fucking kid, buddy. <laughs> muttering to myself like an angry convict you know you know i used to take it personally but now mm. it's like i don't want to go to your fucking barbecue mm. i don't give a shit i used to think that you know maybe yeah, everybody at work was like hey so you got plans yeah it's, it's like oh yeah i'm going up to big bear to fucking kill myself you know <laughs> i don't have what do you like I, 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 originally i was just like what what are you talking about what are you even talking about well, i think people do stuff like that yeah. they go camping or you know it's mm. it's actually a big family weekend Mm. Memorial Day is a family thing. Like you go on a pontoon boat with your family mm-hmm. and then you barbecue with your family. Right. And I think that's mm. what you're supposed mm. to do. Or you go camping or you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I just sit in my home by myself with my tattooed asshole. Yeah. <laughs> just in pain. I'm not joking. I didn't get my Did asshole you? tattooed. Oh my God. No, I didn't get my yeah. asshole tattooed. I just got my ass cheek tattooed. Painful no, if enough. You it, if, you, if you make it black, you don't have to bleach it. You know, just, <laughs> your asshole tattoo. I don't know a tattoo artist that uh-huh. would tattoo an asshole. Yeah, now, I'm sure there are tattoo artists that do that. I don't. I know mm. my tattoo artist wouldn't do that. Mm. May, maybe he would. I don't know. I would never ask a tattoo artist I'm to do get that. a sublime tattoo on my sphincter. <laughs> I wonder if you could just get your nuts tattooed, like black out your balls. Yeah, you just can't. a black sack. I mean, I'm sure you black sack. <laughs> I I wouldn't do that. I I didn't I didn't I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, you know, I was thinking about this. I was talking to. How much uh, did that cost? What you got done? Fourteen hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! Yeah, but it was like six hours of tattooing, mm. and plus, I mean, my guys also. What's the idea behind the black ass tattoo? Somebody asked on the live chat. Man, you're gonna it's, regret that, pal. It's decoration, there, buddy. It's like uh, okay. it's all my tattoo. It's funny because uh, I was in Vegas. Was that last weekend? And uh, I went, you know, I forget about it because sometimes I forget mm. that I'm heavily tattooed. And I went down to the beach, mm. and Vegas is a land of shit tattoos. What's the beach? Or, not the beach. There's a, well, a fake uh, beach at Mandalay okay. Bay has like a fake beach, but I went okay. down to the pools there mm-hmm. in Mandalay Bay. Sure. They do have a, a fake beach, All right. actually, with sand. Uh, but anyway, we went, to, went there and. Uh, gesticulating is moving the camera around, buddy. Oh. Yeah. We went there, we were walking around. Yeah. And I forget that Vegas is just the land of shit tattoos. So when people see tattoos that aren't just garbage, mm-hmm. you know, or just faded smudges, mm-hmm. they kind of like freak out. Like there's this uh, group of, of uh, black women that were there for like a bachelor party, I assume, because they're all wearing hats. And the one girl's like, your tattoos are the shiznit. And then she made me pose for pictures with everybody. That's in the, in the group. Yeah. It was kind of, I was like, okay. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, I just wanted to go sit down. <laughs> that happened to me when I was there because they went, you look like the fear and loathing. <laughs> so Do you have made, any tabs? Yeah. <laughs> and there was such trash bags. I was just like, please leave me alone. Please get away from me. Yeah. Like, I, get away from me. At the same time, though, I feel like I invited 
I might, you know, yeah, it's like I you know, tattoo my body and then you got to expect it. But it is annoying because it's very invasive. I, I couldn't mm. imagine doing that. Just going up to somebody and being like, mm. I want a picture. You look like the fear and loathing guy, mm. you know, or you're so tattooed. It's I want to see a picture. But usually what happens is people are like, what does it mean? Mm. And you know, depending on my mood, sometimes I'll be like, you know. I was like my uh, my coven in order to be lead my coven into the den of Satan. I have to be tattooed. But usually what I end up doing is just kind of be like, it's nothing. It's decoration. I've gotten them in service to my master, yeah. Darth Sidious. <laughs> it's just decoration. It's, it's like Borneo art that I'm into, whatever. Okay. But yeah, but anyway, it fucking hurts. And, and I paid for this pain, so I have no one to blame but my, myself. That's right. So I'm just going to drink whiskey and suffer through it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I have to sit right now. I'm sitting on one ass cheek to do yeah. this show because I can't sit on my left my left ass cheek. Get a standing desk. What do you want from me? Yeah, I, I, I wish I could. Okay, I could do that. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to the Memorial Day thing, yeah. I was talking to a guy at work about this who uh, recently started dating this girl a couple months ago, and she's got like this. She's a Latina chick, and she's got this like huge family. And they're all in like, um, I think they're like the east side of LA or something. Mm-hmm. But far though, like past the regular east side, like past Riverside. Mm. And uh, like around Pomona. Mm. And every week they got to do something. They got to yeah. go to like a quinceanera, a birthday party, a just right. something. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got to go out to Pomona again. And I was just thinking like, holy shit, I don't think I could deal with that. Yeah. I do, and Memorial Day is a big thing. Like yeah. every day, it's like a barbecue three days in a row, and, and three I was just, days in a row. Yeah, they have a barbecue on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's madness. It's just a lot of time yeah, to yeah, spend yeah. with a family. Yeah, and I was just thinking, like, my family never did anything like that. What did your family do on on Memorial Day weekend? I don't remember. I don't know. I I think maybe sometimes extended family would have a cookout or something. God. But it, it's not like a regular holiday where you're obligated to go. It's not like Christmas or Thanksgiving where it's like, oh, you got well, go to thing, go. With, you have to go. I just remember the rabbi never did big cookouts, and then it was mm. always like, oh, David's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. What are we going to make for him? And it was like a whole, whole thing. So I think we just avoided it like completely. Right. So we just never really. Some and rarely <laughs> did anyone ever invite the rabbi over for their cookout because it's like why would you want the rabbi there you must be used to just being like a fucking dining albatross by this point as a vegetarian oh, yeah. where you just like yeah. ruin everybody else's well it's different now because okay. now it's like you got plant-based meat and all that shit right. but back in like yeah in the mm. 80s and the 90s especially in michigan they'd be like oh i'm sorry mm. you can have potato salad or yeah. a bun yeah <laughs> it's like okay great um but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I, was, I wasn't a big family unit. My family didn't really do, my, you know, I was thinking about this. My family would make a terrible serial killer family. Yeah. We just, we're just not a close-knit unit. We mm. just weren't, especially now because my parents are dead. But even back then, we were not a close-knit unit. Like my brother very rarely hung out with us. Even at the age of like 14, my brother would just go do something by himself. We'd go on family trips. My brother wasn't, wasn't even just, didn't want to go so he'd go hang out with his friends so it was usually like my sister me and my parents well, he'd probably sell you guys out for like half a gram of meth you know it, yeah at the age mm. of 14 but mm. probably he would have mm. you know a carton of cigarettes or something mm. but i mean my family just wasn't a close-knit family in order to be a serial killer family you need trust you need to be uh, able to work together yeah. you know you need to be a cohesive unit like do you think your family could be a serial killer family Again, it was just my mom and me, pretty much. My parents were divorced, so 
Yeah, but you had a sister. It. No, I didn't. I didn't grow up. Well, I guess you didn't grow up with her, yeah. I was an only child when so I grew up. So it's just you and your mom, yeah. yeah that's it. That's not enough that's for not enough. That's not enough for a serial killer that. family. No. I mean, that's kind of she like She was a, working all the time, so, you know. It's almost like a more of a, you know, a psycho Norman Bates yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the same. Psycho killer Norman yeah. Bates. <laughs> that's not the same. I'm mm. talking serial killer family. The family that kills together, plays together, stays together. Like in that shitty Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, what was yeah. that one? The House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? There's been a lot of horror movies with serial killer families. What about... um? Uh, Texas Cabin in the Woods. Massacre. Texas Chainsaw. Cabin in the Woods is Cabin, not an example yeah, of that. But they had that family. Remember? That was one. Yeah, but that's not a good example. Well, it's not a whole right? movie about it. Uh, okay. Hills Have Eyes. Hills Have Eyes, yeah. Um, the Strangers. You ever see that one? Um, I thought that's just Stupid Intruders or something. It was in the a cabin. family, though. Was it? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was that. a family. Uh, you know the movie uh, Us? They recently kind this of. This is Us? The. the tearjerker television show no no the movie us oh, okay. that came out with jordan yeah. peele they kind of revived that whole thing uh-huh but you know usually when podcasts talk about serial killer families it's always the bloody benders which i'm surprised you'd never you you hadn't heard of them definitely uh, nope, like it's podcast fodder no you know what uh, because they're i mean they were famous mm. and they were horrific hmm. but you know i, I want to go back even uh, i want to go back even further than that scotland 15th century the Sawney Bean Clan. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that one, I think, is even way worse than the, the Bloody Benders. That was like a, like a clan of cannibals yep. that lived in like the, the caves in the highlands that would just come mm. out and just slaughter like whole groups of travelers. I mean, they would just slaughter them. And like, like I remember uh, I was reading an account where a husband and wife were just traveling on horseback, just going through, the, and they, they got mm. attacked by the, the Sawney Bean Clan. And uh, the husband like had a pistol and a sword mm. and fought them off, but they managed to pull his wife down. And it was like a scene out of like uh, I don't know, like Walking Dead or something. Like they were just pulling out her entrails, just tearing her apart. What was this account from? It was uh, the husband. Okay. That, yeah. And so what ended up happening? The yeah. husband actually ended up like driving away or mm. riding away, saved himself, found like a group of the king's soldiers, and was mm. like. I got attacked by this clan up there. Mm. And then the king ended up like ordering like 500 soldiers to go out and just get them. Mm. And so they ended up, uh, I'm not telling the whole story of the. Did that actually happen? I thought, I thought it's apocryphal whether they actually existed or not. No, I mean, according no. to accounts, there's okay. a, I mean, hmm. who knows? Right. You know what, sure. what actually happened. But they said like the way, uh, what they ended up doing is uh, the, they basically arrested the entire clan mm. and all the male members they dismembered and castrated and had them bleed out in front of the female members who were tied to stakes and they burned them alive. My lord. Yeah. Well, the whole, the whole village was like watching it because it right. was like, oh, this is entertaining. <laughs> but I mean, it was horrible. Like when they went into the clan's cave, they just yeah. found pickled body parts. And, right. Yeah, it was terrible. And now the bloody benders who I was saying, this is like 1800s around Kansas during like the pioneer times. Mm -hmm. uh, the bloody benders are a family that owned an inn. And so your travelers would stop at the inn and, uh, yeah, and like a, they had to sit in like the chair of honor, and then right behind the chair was a curtain, and Pa Bender would just take a mallet and smash you on the head, and mm. there's a trap door, and then they stole like possessions and jewelry. But they did this for like decades before they were finally caught. And there's another group, another family called the the Kellys, the Kelly family, also in Kansas. Uh, Oak City, Kansas, and they did the same thing. They just had like a trap door. They had know. a inn or something. Yeah, they had a. Yeah. Uh, an inn like it was really it was on a popular travel route mm -hmm. and so uh you know they'd have guests 
And uh, during, you know, during the middle of the night, they'd either just murder you in your bed while you're sleeping, or you could fall through a trap door mm-hmm. and be injured, and then they'd just slit your throat and take all your money. You ever hear about uh, Procrustes? The Procrustes? Now yeah. what's that? He was Is like that another an one? ancient Greek uh, legendary robber guy, and he, he had a, like a, uh, an inn or something, and you'd stay there, and then he would... Um, You'd, you'd sleep in this bed, and then if you were not tall enough for the bed, he'd stretch you out until you were. And what, if like you, on a rack? Yeah, he'd stretch. Wow. Yeah, he'd like stretch. And if you were um, too tall for the bed, then he'd fucking break, cut your fucking feet off. Jesus Christ! Why would you stay at this guy's inn? Or get a larger bed? You don't know. You you, you didn't. You don't know it's him. You know. Oh. You don't like sign. Like, oh, do yeah, you have a family, great. or is it just him? It's just him. No. Oh. But that's where the term procrustean bed comes from. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like when you have to, when you, when you want to There's tailor an, arg- ju- yeah. adjust an argument to fit your shit, you know, there you go. <laughs> Procrustean so, bed. Yeah. Well, one family that I've often admired, and they're a modern family, because that's the thing. The, the Kardashians. Serial, I wish, I wish okay. they were a serial the killer family. Could you imagine how great yeah. that would be? Yeah. You got a trans, you know, father, mm. the mother, the daughters are like these plastic surgery disasters mm. and they just go out and murder people. Right. And Kanye raps about it. That would, that would be amazing. But do you think like, uh, you know, how often do you ever come across a serial killer family these days? I mean, it's, it would be easier. It would be easy to be one during the pioneer days or, you know, 15th century Scotland. Yes, that would be But these days, I mean, how would you, you know, when would you find one? Well, the one area where I think there's probably still a lot of serial killer families, Mm. Russia. Mm. Russia. Okay. And so there's one family in particular known as the Gang of Amazons. I was reading about them this week and I was thinking, we should talk about this. This is an impressive serial killer family. I wish my family was this close. I wish we had this type of relationship. The, the Gang, gang of, of Amazons. Amazons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're playing with a band mm. of horses next week. I don't know. They, a lot of synth. Right. Yeah, a lot of catchy synth tracks. Um, gang of Amazons uh, was a family of serial killers from uh, Stavropol, Russia, who committed a series of murders and robberies over a span of six years. Not even that long ago. Uh, the murder spree began in 2007, lasted yeah. 2013. But they claim that... Uh, some of the offenses go back as far as 1998. Hmm. Uh, initially, the Gang of Amazons was believed to be called that due to the predominance of women over men that composed the gang. Oh. That's kind of what first led me to, to look into this because I was thinking, wow, Gang of Amazons. It's like a bunch of like really large women that just went around and murdered people. Right. It'd be kind of cool. Um, however, the name actually came from, uh, from journalists who covered the investigation of crimes committed by the family. Apparently, the family was dubbed the Gang of Amazons after the media discovered a knife engraved with, my favorite Amazon. What? I don't know why. What? That was engraved on a knife. That was found uh, near one of the crime scenes. Huh. My favorite Amazon. Who's your favorite Amazon? I don't know. Probably Wonder Woman's mom. Hippolyta. Yeah. Hippolyta. Yeah, she's, she's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, she's all right. They they don't age, do they? No, because hmm. they are they They're are Amazons. of the gods. Mm-hmm. That's right. And no men on that island, right? No men. Man. Yeah. God, I wish I was like a pilot and just landed there. Mm. <laughs> uh, so the members here of this family lived in a comfortable home in the village of uh, Divnoye in Stavropol, Russia. And they were actually, I mean, they were well off. It's not like we're talking about like a bunch of incestuous hillbillies here. Yeah. You know. Um, or mobsters or anything. I mean, the, the father, uh, Roman Podkopeyev, 
Roman hair, Uh 35 years old, patriarch of the family, registered (laughs) Uh, dentist. Right. He was a dentist, well off. Uh, He was actually the suspect of the mysterious death of his wife's first husband. Mm. Get to that later. Uh, The wife here, Anessa Tarvadiva, uh, 46 years old, matriarch of the family, was a nursery school teacher and a homemaker. Very popular in the the community. But she Mm. gave up being a teacher for robbery and the, you know, the murdering. The murdering and the robbing. The old murdering, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently she had a profound hatred for the police after her lover, a policeman, left her for another woman. Mm. So maybe this is all based on revenge because most of the victims were police and their families. Damn, dog. Yeah. Uh, Then there was the daughter, Victoria Tarvadiva. She's 25, eldest daughter from uh, the mother's prior union with a man who died of mysterious circumstances. Right. And then there was the uh, the other daughter named Anastasia Tarvadiva. She was 13. So you have Jackson, a, if you're nasty, you have a father who's 35, right? The mother who's 46, mm-hmm. uh, the eldest daughter 25, and the youngest daughter 13. And then there's a couple ter- uh, peripheral characters here: Sergi Sinelnik, uh, who is 35 years old, and he's the husband to the brother-in-law of the father. And then, uh, and then another Anastasia, who who's the wife here. She was a sister of the father, Roman sister. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of were, you know sort of like uh, had secondary involvement in the crimes so they mostly just uh, hid stolen goods okay. in their home so uh, the MO here of this family they usually targeted law enforcement and the families of law enforcement but they would be open to targeting anyone uh, they would kill their victims by shooting although a handful of them were stabbed to death and they almost always did the same way they would enter houses by the back door or the windows and kill the occupants inside by uh, stabbing them or shooting them with a shotgun hmm. And so, yeah, most of the killings uh, occurred around 2007 to 2013. And uh, they say, you know, there are at least 30 murders, countless robberies. Hmm. It's just weird to me that this family, who is well off, live in this neighborhood, father's a dentist, mother owns a nursery, you know, uh, and then it's like all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Let's just start murdering people and killing people. Did they have a goal or was it just for laughs? You know, I think they derive some sort of like sadistic pleasure from it. Gotcha. And not to mention they um, wanted the money. So, right. I mean, I think it's greed as well. I just think it's weird to get a whole family unit involved. Like, there's not one moral compass out of the whole family. Like, you know, not a Lisa Simpson that's going to be like, You'd maybe this is wrong. Yeah, there'd be somebody, you know. You'd think the 13 year old would be like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do this. The family that slays together stays together That's apparently right. yeah. uh, do you have a picture of them I forgot to get that before gang, uh, gang of Amazons okay. here uh, um, here. so yeah so uh, the family is behind cha, a six cha, year cha, cha. reign of terror at least mm. 30 victims uh, six policemen were along uh, were among the murder victims this family crime spree and they saw murder and robbery like quote going to the office for a day's work that's what the mother said, the okay. matriarch. She was like, it was like going to the office. Uh, she said she hated police because she's a gangster by nature. Damn. It's like Ma Barker here. Yeah. I'm a gangster by nature. <laughs> uh, killing was a means of earning money, she said, demonstrating to police how she used a gun to kill her victims. And there are a lot of victims here. So uh, one of the first victims was a guy named Mikhail Zildnev. Uh, this happened in 2008. 
what they this guy was the head of an information security department of the state drug control service okay an infosec guy uh, they were shot in their home and then finished off with knives the killers took a a doublet a jacket and a tv tuner hmm. uh, then there were a couple highway murders here this happened also in 2008 shortly after mikhail's murder uh, the gang members shot a car in which uh, Alexei Z- uh, Zazonov and his girlfriend were traveling. Um, Zazonov was killed. The girlfriend was seriously wounded. The family stole a purse with a driver's license, a passport, and a woman's handbag. The most high-profile murder here. Did you find a picture? Yeah, I did. Are, they attra- are the daughters attractive? <sighs> Not really. I no. mean, but, you know. but for Russians, though. I guess Russians actually have Russians a lot of attractive are, are, women. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do have a lot of attractive women. Yeah. Just, Although I think there's a there's a there's a, a time span though because they, by the time they turn like thirty, they age like hammered shit. Yeah. That is, uh, <laughs> yeah, that tends to be a thing. So you know, hey, they age like hammered shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. The Chudaka family here on July eighth, two thousand nine. Chewbacca family? No, the Chudaka. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> the Chubakov family. Mm. On July 8th, 2009, the family uh, overpowered and shot Lieutenant Colonel Dmitry Chudakov, uh, his wife, and their seven-year-old son. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, they shot him with a uh, semi-automatic shotgun while they were parked on the shoulder of the road. Okay. The family drove up to the stalled car of Dmitry Chudakov, a lieutenant SWAT member, mm. and they just opened fire on the car, the whole family. Dang. Uh, the bullets killed uh, Dmitry, his wife, and their son. The family then proceeded to stab Dmitry's daughter, Veronica, 37 times until she died. One of the daughters is cute. I will say. One daughter's kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's like the 25-year-old. Yeah, it might be. Uh, The family stole a camera, a laptop, a hairdryer, and 43,500 rubles, which is about $3. Okay. Actually, I don't know how much that is. (laughs) 43,000 rubles, while somehow leaving a box of gold jewelry behind. I don't know why. That's that's why I don't think it was just, you know, avarice. I don't think it was just greed that uh, propelled this family. I think they just enjoyed murdering. I think like some families like going on, yeah, like on a pontoon boat. Anastasia is, is cute. She's the cute one? Yeah, she's the cute one. Sinelnik. But, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It's like I think some families enjoy going to a casino for the weekend or whatever. Uh, having a barbecue. This family, it's like, let's just go murder policemen. Right. And just do it as a family. I wonder if like the father and the mother, they, they must train the daughters how to like shoot people. Right. You know, it's like, you know, you go up behind him. Here's how to do a brutal execution style murder. Or this is how you slit a throat. You know, I just wonder if they like teach them techniques, if it's like a coming of age type of thing. Yeah, I would hope so. The worst part about this uh, Chudakov massacre is it was attributed to a Russian mobster named Alex Serenko, who spent two years in jail for it until he was exonerated. Hmm. I'm amazed that the Russian mob didn't go after this family. Why? After that. Because they just framed, well, it wasn't framed. It's the massacre was attributed to a Russian mobster. I see. Mm-hmm. And so he actually spent two years in jail before they, uh, they ended up uh, going up or at least releasing him. And then they attributed it to another gang. But then later, ballistics confirmed that the shotgun was actually used to kill other people. And they found out it was the Amazon, uh, the, the gang of Amazons that did it. In 2010... 
The family uh, participated in another murder robbery involving two teenage girls, one of whom was the mother's goddaughter. Hmm. It's how ruthless they were. Yeah. And this is a family that was just out for blood. Uh, the family waited for the victims to return home, knowing that they had weapons and money in the house. So they had already scoped it out. I mean, this is all premeditated. But when the, the family's two daughters showed up, uh, the, the mother and the father ambushed them. The girls were tortured, and they had their own daughters gouge out their eyes before they were murdered. Mm. So yeah, so they had the two young daughters here gouge out these two girls' eyes, these teenagers. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible. Hmm. Uh, the teacher allegedly robbed the girl's house because she knew the father was a hunter and he kept guns at the home. Um, and it was her goddaughter, too. It's like robbing their own family. They should have just recruited her. Mm. Part of the murdering gang here. Uh, the gang used camping trips, which seemed like family holidays, as a pretext for their murderous activities. So they go what is all, pretext? Camping trips. Mm. So it's like, we're going to go camping, but which, that actually was a euphemism of, we're going to go murder a family hmm. and gouge out some children's eyes. Did they use it as an alibi? Like a, yeah, they said it was just camping. Okay. Uh, the chief of uh, Russia's FBI here, Vladimir Markin, said, they look like a totally good, nice family. Mm. A mother, a father, two children, including an underage girl. He said, I'm sure when they were together, no one could imagine that they could even plan a crime. So, I mean, they must have got, I mean, they got away with it for like six years. Jesus. Yeah. And they went on killing. They killed, uh, you know, and some of the families, as I mentioned before, they're, not all of them were law enforcement. I mean, some of them were just random families. They would just, I like this one where uh, some grocery store employees responded to alarms that went off at a grocery store. They just like, out of their, got all, the whole family got out of the car, just shot the employees right in the parking lot. Whoa. Yeah. How, what's their kill count? Tell 30. 30. Is it up to 30 people? Wow. Yeah. Which is more, I mean, well. Why did they have a beef with cops again? It's because, well, they say the yeah. mother uh, was married to a cop and he mm. left her for another woman. So I he see. just hated law enforcement. Hmm. All right. But I mean, it's just weird. Like, mm. I just don't understand why this family would become a murdering family. Yeah. It's like you have a decent life. You have a father who's a dentist. You have a mother who's a, you know, owns a nursery. You have a two teenage, or, you know, a teenage daughter and a 25 year old daughter that's, in school. Well, why did the Partridge family, you know, sing songs? I guess that's Who true. Knows? You know? You know? We'll never know. Why did the Brady Bunch have gangbangs? Mm. <laughs> no one knows. Yeah. Um, the mother here, I Anessa, <laughs> claimed that some of the policemen were killed to get extra arms. She said others were shot purely for the sake of money. They took their arms? Well, weapons. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. I thought it was like, <laughs> literally, it's like, I sewed myself a new arm. <laughs> so they were actually. I look like Shiva, the <laughs> goddess of destruction. That would be amazing. Yeah. If yeah. they were actually taking the arms <laughs> and just like sewing it onto their children. Yeah, that would be great. Children have like six arms. Mm. Um, who's that X-Men character with, the, with the, multi, the multiple arms? I should know this one. I don't know. She could fly around. Uh, siren? Not Siren. She could fly. She's got six arms. She, flies she wears around. like a Viking hat. She's a badass. Oh, she, you know I, think, I think that's Shiva, actually. Is it? I think her oh, name's Shiva. I think she's from the Mojo dimension or something. The Mojo dimension. Yeah. But uh, no, Spider Man for a little while had six arms. Oh, yeah. Because he, like, at some point, his spider ness took over to a certain I thought degree. he kind of has that now with the new suit. Doesn't he kind of have like well, kind of he has extra mechanical arms, but no, he literally had, had like at six some point arms. in the comics he had six arms, yeah. yeah. 
So. So they were finally caught in September eight on September eighth, twenty thirteen. After shooting just an unnamed couple, mm. they proceeded to rob the home of a former military officer in uh, in Aksai, Russia. They found no money, so they proceeded to steal candles and alcohol from the home, as well as drumsticks from the refrigerator. Mm. Now they don't say if it's drumsticks, the ice cream, you know, the ice cream drumstick, mm. the cone, chocolate ice cream. I think it may be. They mean actually like drumsticks, like chicken drumsticks. Um, the mother or the father and Victoria, when the, the youngest Not daughter. Like a Zildjian <laughs> drumstick. A Zildjian? What's that? I don't know. That drum brand. Oh, that drum. Yeah, yeah, oh, a yeah. Zildjian drumstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, both the father, Roman Potikoff, and Victoria escaped via scooter, but were stopped shortly after at an ID by a patrol officer. So they got stopped by a roadblock. Okay. And so instead of showing his documents, the father just pulled out his weapons, just opened fire on the cops. Oh, shit. Yeah. Papers, um, please. Yeah, it was like a full shootout. Mm. Uh, the Roman, the father, uh, ended up being shot after uh, backup Say hello arrived. to small friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, but he like had a full shootout, and uh, he ended up uh, dying in the shootout. Uh, one of the officers severely wounded was able to radio for backup. Uh, the daughter, the youngest daughter here, also made it, out the, made it out the gunfight alive. However, she was seriously wounded. So the father died. Daughter was seriously wounded. Uh, shortly after, the mother and the 25-year-old daughter were captured by police at a campsite where they were guarding a large cache of weapons, including 20 firearms, silencers, grenades, and ammunition. What? Items stolen from the victims were also discovered at the encampment, um, which linked the family to dozens of murders. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they ended up uh, capturing him after that. Hmm. So the family, this is it. This, now, that's the other thing, too. Yeah. You know, I don't regret my family life or my upbringing. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I love my parents. Uh, my mother died when I was young. Um, but, yeah, I never had, we never had this close-knit family unit like this. Like, listen to this. Mm-hmm. They used walkie-talkies. To talk to each other before, like before and during the murders. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. And they're well informed about police movements, so it was really difficult to estimate the total number of crimes they committed. My mom would love that. If I yeah, had I mean, you could talkies, and she would. I would talk to her. With she it. could be like, you know, you mm. got to go in the kitchen and gouge out the eyes of the two teenage daughters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal the vodka. Mm. And you could just do it they like gouge, over and out. Gouge out their eyes. Yeah, they gouge out the eyes of two teenage daughters before or after they died. Uh, before, and then they murdered them. That's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow. The mother told him to do that. Jesus. Now that's a serial killer family. Yeah, yeah. It's a family yeah. that slays together. Um, while the father here, Roman uh, Podkopev, is, mm. is portrayed as the gang's leader, most people suggested it was wife, who's the wife who is the moving force behind the evil acts. Mm. Um, the theory is that she had a lover who was a policeman who left her for another woman, and uh, she murdered... Uh, Actually, please suspect that she murdered him and the new lover. And that's what started it all off. Dag, yo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, she... Uh, maybe it was all based on a vendetta. And she managed to, like, find a husband who was down to, to work it out with her. It's sure. just weird to me that, to date, you know, to be with a woman. And she's like, we got to start killing police officers and their families. And be like, you know, I love you so much. I'm going to yeah. do that, too. <clears throat> Maybe I just ne- never had that depth, 
you know, of uh, of love in a relationship. I feel like I've had that. I feel Have you like been there? maybe a, f- a couple, two or three times in my life, I've been in a relationship where she's like, "You would kill together." I need you to murder somebody. I would be like, "All right," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I, I remember saying as much, you know. Wow. So yeah, I do recall that. That's a that's something you should probably have proposed at that point. Yeah, maybe I should yeah. have. You missed know? the boat. Yeah. Uh, so the family were put in jail well, along she, with... She, the last one, she got me addicted to meth. Oh. You know? Well, so, so. no wonder you are probably down for her nefarious plans. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Meth does that to you. Uh, the family were put in jail along with Roman's sister, who is accused of storing stolen goods for the family. Uh, the husband, the sister's husband, Sergi, uh, was arrested on suspicion of helping the family evade the police by using his job as a policeman to gather information for the victims mm-hmm. and help them plan future targets. So this guy sold out his own brethren here. Dang. Is there no honor mm. in Russia? I don't know. Uh, Sergi later said in court how he felt pleased that his colleagues could not find the killers while he knew exactly who they were the entire time. Um, the Amazon gang was sentenced for their crimes. Anessa, the mother, got 21 years in a general regime colony. Not sure what that means. Okay. General regime colony. Victoria got 16 years in a general regime colony. Anastasia Sinelnik got 19 years in the colony. Uh, Sergi got 20 years. And uh, (laughs) the sister was sentenced, uh, was not sentenced. She was a juvenile at the time for her crimes and her whereabouts are unknown. So the youngest daughter walked free. Which one is the youngest daughter? Not Anastasia. What? Yep. She never got... She never got sentenced. What the fuck is this? I thought I Russia was like strict on shit. You know? I guess not. Everyone got 20 years? Well, 16 to 20. The what mother the got fuck the, is that? Yeah, That's insane. <laughs> the gouged well, out is, teenage girls. It's just like, uh, you know? She was a juvenile. You know, she was doing what her parents told her to do. Meanwhile, if you're Chechen, they just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you blow your ass up for no reason. You know? I just think it's comforting right. to know that mm. there are still serial killer families out there. Yeah. So just just so people know, it's like mm. you know, on this Memorial Day weekend, mm. don't go to the wrong barbecue because right. you never know what you might be eating. On that note, mm. uh, people, this is uh, six eighty eight here. Is sick and wrong. We have new stories coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But mm. first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here uh, has to do with an infant who is ripped from the womb of a murdered woman. You know, I haven't done one of these for a while. You haven't ripped an infant from a murdered woman in a while? But I haven't done that. Okay. Nor have yeah. I actually done a story where that occurred. All right. Um, it's been a while since... I mean, this happens you know, at least a couple times it a year. It is a thing that happens, It yeah. is a thing. It's like, you know, it's... They should make adoption easier. 
Yeah. If they made adoption if they easier, made adoption easier that probably would wouldn't happen as yeah. often. It's a huge, it's a whole thing. I know. You know? And it, does it cost a lot it's of money? It's a huge hassle. Yeah. It's a, if they made it cheaper. It takes a long time. Yeah, if they made it cheaper know? and you don't have to deal with that. Who has the time? My God. And plus, doesn't it take a year? You have to oh, go through all these tests. Longer than that, there's like a waiting list and it's like you got to take tests and you got to like go, you know. Yeah. Even for like African kids? Get a question. Oh, yeah. I thought Angelina Jolie just went there and was like, I want six. Well, she's Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. I guess you're a normal person. But like, even if you're going to, yeah, like a, like a third world country, it's still a whole deal. You got to pay them off and you got to do, mm. you know, this and that. You know, because I have a s- sister that was adopted from Russia back when you could do that. Um, oh, you could actually go back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then at some point, years. Putin stopped, put a stop to that shit. You can't Wait, adopt what, from Russia You anymore. can't adopt from Russia at all anymore? Yeah. It was like Putin was mad at Obama for some reason. You think they would sell the babies, make money? They were selling them. I I mean, I know my sister cost thirty grand or something. About thirty grand. I only cost five grand. How about what about like the ones from like the Philippines? They probably cost less. (laughs) They probably cost less. like the pay less shoe source of uh of <laughs> child adoption the thing that's uh, a little bit different about this uh mm-hmm. i don't know infant being ripped from the womb story here mm-hmm. um is that it wasn't just usually it's like the mother and her boyfriend who's just you know besotted with her and just willing to do anything she wants her to do mm. um like like your girlfriend here who uh you know was giving you math that was like would you murder for me? And you're like, yeah. What if she was like, I want a baby. I can't have a baby, but I want one. Will you get one with me? Would you have done that? Get one hell. Well, cut oh, it out by of doing a, that? Yeah. Cut I it out of think, a pregnant woman. I don't think I would do that. You would do it? No. You draw a line at that one? <laughs> I'm not going to kill like, I'll rob a 7-Eleven, not going to rip a baby out of a pregnant woman's stomach. Yeah. If she's like, you know, kill that guy, I'd probably kill him. But I'm not going to kill a woman. pregnant woman. You know? No. Well, what's interesting about this is it usually, most of these cases, it's usually the boyfriend and the, the mom and, and his girlfriend end up, mm. you know, murdering some pregnant woman and taking the baby. This time, it was a mother and daughter that did it. Mm. It's a bit atypical. Mm. Clarissa Figueroa and her daughter Desiree are accused of killing Marlon Ocoa uh, Lopez for her baby in her womb. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they did it so they could name it after a son that Clarissa, the mother, lost like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this happened in Chicago, actually, in Illinois. A Southwest Side woman lured a young expectant mother to her home before the pregnant woman was slain and the child was cut out of her body. Mm. Uh, new disturbing details are emerging about the middle-aged woman who allegedly faked her own pregnancy for months before killing the pregnant teen uh, with her daughter's assistance. That's the thing. It was a complicated plan. And like... But it is a complicated plan because the woman had like a fake Facebook account. She had faked her own pregnancy, you know, built a nursery Hmm. and like, you know, was telling everybody that she's pregnant. But meanwhile, listen how they dispose of the corpse of this uh, 19 year old pregnant woman. Now, when they, was the baby alive when they got it out? Uh, Yeah, it was. All right. Uh, So, but, but listen to this. Hmm. She like, you know, fakes her own pregnancy. She gets like a fake Facebook page. They make a nursery and everything. But they, meanwhile, they kill this girl, this 19-year-old Marlon uh, Ocoa Lopez, mm. and then they just dump her in a garbage can behind their house. Mm. I, I mean, dude, 
yeah, where, you, if you're going to go to this extent yeah. to plan this whole fake pregnancy, it's like, why don't you go that one extra mile yeah, here and drive it dispose out, yeah. of the corpse? Yeah, drive it out to the forest or something. Swamp, something. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even bury it under like a bunch of cement. Yeah. Like build a fucking deck or something. I don't yeah. know. Build a new deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The trash can was located right behind the home of 46-year-old Clarissa Figueroa. What the fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, it was pretty easy to yeah. find out who did it. Um, she had claimed to have just given yeah. birth to this baby boy. Did you know anything about this body we found back here? No, I've just been um, <laughs> suckling my baby that's covered in blood. <laughs> my newborn that's infant all, yeah, yeah. covered in blood. <laughs> that's it. It's fine. Yeah, Carl uh, uh, Lopez's newborn baby boy had just been cut out of her womb. The child was in grave condition, having had suffered brain injuries during the incident. Oh, no. Yeah, apparently they weren't trained to remove an infant. They oh, weren't trained really? to do a cesarean wow. section. Okay, here. yeah. Um, the did suspect... they at least murder the woman before they took the baby out, or did they murder her by taking the baby out? Well, I'll get to that, okay, but they okay. murdered her before, All so right. at least they had a little bit yeah. of mercy. Uh, the suspect told emergency workers that she was suffering from post-delivery issues. Hmm. Uh, a woman, this is my favorite part of the story, a woman who lives near the home here, who asked <laughs> not to be named, recalled seeing an ambulance drive by on April 23rd, and she had noticed her neighbor standing by her front door cradling a baby that was wrapped in a bloody towel. <laughs> she said, what's up? And so... <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Nice bloody baby that yeah. you're holding. Um, and she responded, I just had this baby. Mm. It's not breathing. Mm. And so she said she was waiting for an ambulance. She said, I stood up and the baby just fell out. The neighbor recalled seeing blood stains on the woman's hands and some on a T-shirt, but her, shirt, her shorts had no blood stains at all. Oh. So, yeah, apparently she just stood up, baby fell out. Jesus Christ. You're like, you're like... My fa- if I had to choose a favorite part of the story, because there's so many, <laughs> this is the favorite one. I just like the neighbors just going yeah, up like, yeah. what's up? That's a really cute bloody infant that you're holding in your bloody hands with your bloody t-shirt. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we had uh, on our Amazon uh, baby registry, we had bloody <laughs> towel. And uh, our, our, my mother-in-law got it for us. But these shorts really hide the stains well. Yep. Um, but she didn't think anything was weird by it. She was mm. just like, okay. She's just holding the bloody baby. Um, she didn't even say that she knew she was pregnant. She's like, I didn't even know she was pregnant. Hmm. But surprise, surprise. Uh, I thought of, she was wearing like a fake pregnant. Uh, she might have been doing that before. Thing. I don't okay, know. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, hmm. obviously, I don't think she planned it too well. Okay. They just dumped the corpse in a garbage can. Jesus. Figaro and her daughter, Desiree, who was only 24 years old, was arrested and charged with murder. Prosecutors believe that the mother and daughter had been planning the murder for weeks and developed a relationship with the victim through a Facebook group where they would exchange baby clothes. Dang. It's weird because you're like, why did they pick her? But mm-hmm. maybe she was the only one that kind of fell for it or something. But right. I don't know if they were like, I mean, she's attractive. You look at the, uh, the victim here, pretty attractive mm-hmm. girl. So maybe they were like, we want to have an attractive baby. Or maybe single, maybe she was single, wouldn't have a... Dude maybe, yeah, around, maybe, maybe they you know? well no actually she did have a boyfriend I don't oh. know if you, yeah there's a there was mm. a, a father mm. a baby daddy here because there's lots of pictures of him uh, this week the baby actually opened its eyes mm. even though it's brain damaged where did this happen again i think it happened actually you know at first i thought it was in uh chicago but i think yeah. it might actually be in scottsdale uh, arizona Eesh. yeah looks like it might have been arizona i think at the city here all right we could look it up though um a third suspect Piotr Bobak, 
mm. is the boyfriend of the mother, Clarissa, has also been charged in concealment of a crime. So, so here's how it all went down. Seven months ago, seven, Clarissa announced that she was pregnant on Facebook, despite the fact that her family knew her fallopian tubes had been tied. So the family knew this is bullshit. If she wanted a baby so fucking bad, why did she tie her fallopian tubes? I mean, maybe I know she uh, she did have a child that died. Okay, maybe she that from natural causes when she was younger. I mean, All she's right. like forty six years old. Oh, oh. Well, what about the twenty four year old? Well, that's her daughter. Oh, her daughter. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Her alleged fake pregnancy plan was elaborate, mm-hmm. and she even posted photos on Facebook of an ultrasound wasn't hers and a decorated nursery room in their home. Which is weird to me that her husband here, or boyfriend, Piotr, wasn't like, say, who are we decorating this nursery for? Like, would you be like, uh, this is kind of weird. Or he didn't know what was going on. Well, maybe not. But he is being charged with concealment of a crime, so he must have found out after the fact. But he wasn't involved in the actual, like, extrication of the, the, the womb extrication, I guess. Right. Um, or the womb extraction. So, you know, well, you ever be in that situation where it's like you see something, but you're like, I don't want to have a conversation about whatever's going on here, so I'm just not going to say anything. That you happens know? to me all the time. Yeah, so of course. <laughs> there's stuff in this room, like right behind you, that right. I just kind of don't even ask about. Yeah, yeah. Just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand what all those statues mean. Sure. You know. Um. So anyway, she she announced on Facebook that she was having a child. And she had the decorated nursery, the ultrasound, and everything. Um, so what happened is they had, she had started a friendship with uh, Marlon, the victim, over Facebook, and invited her to her home mm. so she could get some baby clothes. And so this 19-year-old just trusted them. Obviously, she was naive. Sure. But I mean, at the same time, why would she suspect that she was going to be murdered by this mother and daughter? Mm. You know. So she went to the home. And uh, as she was, uh, they distract the team with a photo album. And as she was looking at the photo album, the mother wrapped a coaxial cable around her hands and then wrapped it around the victim's neck from behind her. So she just started choking the victim with this cable, like a garrote. Uh, The younger Figaro, the daughter, um, allegedly revealed that her mom said she wasn't putting in enough work during the murder. You know, it's a team effort here. And the daughter was just kind of standing there. And so the mom yelled. I bet she was like that her whole life. She probably was. You know, you're not putting enough work in, you know. The mother yelled, you're not doing your fucking job. God damn. At this point, the teen had to pry the, uh, the victim's fingers from around the cord one by one. So that she could choke her. The thoroughly. teen. I thought she was twenty four. Well, the teen is the victim. So oh, she okay, tried okay. to. So the oh, teen. No. So what happened mm. is the teen was trying to pull the cord yeah, off yeah. her neck. Yeah. And the daughter pulled her fingers back Oof. when the mom's like, "You're not doing your fucking job here." Uh, then Clarissa allegedly got on top of the victim and strangled her for five minutes. Oh my God. During the struggle, the victim reportedly reached out to touch the nose of the defendant's dog. Um, after it was believed that the teen was dead, they cut the baby boy out of the teen with a butcher knife. First uh, of all, how did they know she was reaching out to the fucking nose of the dog? Well, and because why? Uh, what happened is the daughter just confessed everything on videotape. Okay. The prosecutors are giving as much detail as yeah. they can because they obviously want the jury to give them a harsh penalty. Okay. You know, harsh punishment here. But yeah, I think. Why what was, was she reaching out to the dog? I was wondering victim. about that myself. Yeah. I was like, why is she reaching out to the dog? You don't know why? Mm. She's probably going to kill that dog. 
Remember in uh, Silence of the Lambs when Precious was mm. like, you know, the Buffalo Bills dog mm. was like, you know, barking up there. And then the, right. the fat girl that was in the well mm. was like, come here, Precious. And she got the dog. She's oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to snap this dog's yeah. neck. Right. And so Buffalo Bill's like, oh, don't you hurt Precious. Yeah. I bet you this girl was like about to die. She's going to grab that fucking chihuahua or whatever that dog it was and just yeah. snap its neck, hoping that they would freak out. Yeah. I would have done that. Yeah, I would have done that. Too. The same thing. Yeah. But you could barely reach the nose. Mm. You know? Um, police have said that the teen had gone to the home believing she was baby, going to retrieve baby clothes for a baby. And, uh, and she had gotten baby clothes from the suspect before. So she didn't even think twice about going over there. And so this is the crazy thing about it. So after she killed, uh, she killed the girl. They dumped the, the body in the garbage can. She called, uh, she called 911, said that she was having birth problems. She gave birth to the baby in the home. She started a GoFundMe campaign for the baby. Like she, because the baby fucking was kidding me. Yeah. She started a GoFundMe campaign Fuck. for the recovering baby. She's accused of cutting out of this woman. Yeah. And the whole time she was like, there's pictures of her in the hospital, like holding the baby, cradling the baby before they actually did a DNA test and found out it wasn't her child. The fuck? Yeah. That's how they found out about it. Um, the victim's family is mourning the loss of the dead mother to be. They said that, uh, you know, she's a very mm. joyful girl. She had a lot of dreams. Mm. She found humor in everything. Uh, she was also very naive, pretty uh, gullible there. Uh, but a DNA test showed that the elder Figaro was not the child's mom. And they believe uh, that the, the woman was killed last April. Mm. So, okay. so there you go. I mean, it, so you wonder about this, though. How do you, if this child, well, first of all, they said there is some, it's probably going to be a rotundo because there's some brain damage there. Right. But I mean, he is recovering, so that's, that's yeah. a good thing. But you wonder what, what's going to happen to this child. If you found out that you were actually ripped from someone's womb, mm -hmm. would you become like the Punisher or something? Yeah, or Blade, possibly. Blade? Yeah, yeah I could remember, see that. He, that was his thing. Was he ripped from vampires his mother's womb? Vampires killed, oh, vampires his, mother killed his mother or something. Yeah. Or something weird happened with that. Yeah. So I guess you could probably, yeah, probably so. become like Blade or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But like retarded blade, like a retarded Retard blade. <laughs> Put on the motorcycle helmet backwards. <laughs> Just keep cutting yourself. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. <laughs> cutting your fingers off with the swords. <laughs> I'm a daywalker. Yeah. What do you uh, What right. are you happy for the second story? <laughs> well, we're going to hell. So that's uh, you know, we just lost that's all what, our that's listeners. What matters, yeah. yeah, that's that's all that matters. That's Red waitress stabbed by gypsies and has hair hacked off in sick jealousy ritual. Oh, I like that, that song. didn't really work that well. But is that whatever. a David Cassidy song? It is a David Cassidy song. It's a good one. Um, yeah. I think you're a gypsy, so what am I so afraid of? You know? Uh, <laughs> didn't Cher have a song called Gypsy? Yeah. Mama used guys. to dance for the money they throw. <laughs> Her to the die. Yeah. It's <laughs> a pretty good share impression. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? I yeah. didn't think it's not I bad. had it. If I closed my eyes, I'd think she was. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> we close and they the show throw their that. money down. Yeah. Uh, Aroma Gypsy has been convicted of uh, kidnapping a British bar worker and stripping her naked before stabbing her and hacking off her hair in a ritual shaming. Wow, there's some gypsy justice. That's like yeah. some old school, like old world gypsy justice. Yeah. 
Old world gypsy ritual shaming. That Roma. Yeah, normally you just like, I don't know. What do you just shame someone on? It's supposed to like a Twitter shaming or something. Yeah, like you know? a Facebook shaming. Where yeah. you just kind of you mm-hmm. know make fun of them. Like high school students do that all the time. Right. But this is like a Roma, mm-hmm. old world gypsy shaming. That's right. Yep. Eliana Isabel Almeida Carvalho, Carvalho, 24, was sentenced to six and a half years in jail in the Algarve in Portugal, Portugal, where she was tried for abducting and assaulting Leanne Rumney, 22, from South Shields. Excuse me, in the UK. UK, huh? Mm -hmm. I guess that's that region of Portugal where all the Brits let go. Wait, don't the it's Brits... like Florida for British people, that part of Portugal. I thought they went That's to where some... That's where that girl got kidnapped, you know, Madeline... Whatever oh, yeah, Madeline fuck. McCann. Mm-hmm. I thought... Uh, the That's the thing with the Brits. Mm-hmm. They usually go and just contaminate these islands. Like, there's that Ibiza, mm-hmm. Ibiza, and then there's the other one that they go to. It's over there, too, and now I guess they go to Portugal. I wonder if the, Portu- if the Portuguese people are like, oh, great, the yeah. British are coming. I think so, yeah. I think they are. Um... The attack on Ms. Rumney took place in a Portuguese forest in May 2015 after Carvalho wrongly believed that the bar worker was having an affair with her partner. Ooh. Yeah. Gotta be careful with that. Ms. Rumney was stabbed and had her long blonde hair chopped off before fleeing with blood pouring from gashes in her back. Ooh. She crawled onto the road. Yeah, she crawled onto the road as she flitted in and out of consciousness and was able to flag down a car. After she was convicted of the horrific attack, Carvalho screamed abuse at the female judge, shouting, You are a whore! A little whore! <laughs> but in Portuguese. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm surprised the judge wasn't worried about like some kind of gypsy curse. Yeah. You know, like, uh, what was that movie with... Uh, Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Me like, to hell. just put the Great button movie. in her pocket. Yeah. To see what... I'm, that's what mm. I'd be nervous about. Yeah, I would be very nervous about that. And then the I'd judge be like, I'd brave. like to recuse myself from this case yeah. because of a gypsy curse. If I was even a jury, mm. a member of the jury, like, I have to do jury duty June 24th. If it's like mm. an Armenian gypsy person that's on mm. trial here, I'm going to recuse myself. Okay. I know what I'm going to do. I don't think that... I think you should just avoid getting put on a jury. Well, I usually do that. Yeah. See, that's why it pays to be a convicted felon like I am. Or just go up there and be like, I hate Jews. Right. And yeah. they're going to be like, all right, yeah. dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> Ms. Rumney was working as a waitress, at, or the, the police are controlled by the Freemasons, or just say some QAnon shit. Yeah, or just some crazy know? stuff yeah. like that, yeah. She's working as a waitress at the Hotshot Bar in the party resort of Albufera when she caught the eye of a local gypsy regular. God, you know, could you just imagine that? Like there's some like, you know, oily gypsy dude with like a mullet and shitty tattoos and probably one of those like shell necklaces. Right. And he's sitting there just leering at you and probably asking you out or like, you know, offering you like a dead rabbit to go on a date with him or something. Right. And you're just like, no. Yeah. You know, she's probably told him no like 20 times. But meanwhile, the wife is like, he's having an affair. Yeah, yeah. I will kill you. Are you sure he's good rabbit? (laughs) Yeah, so she said she spurned his advances, but his family became convinced they were having an affair and lured her into a trap to exact ritual revenge. God, just jealous gypsy women. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they also, what did they also do? They also, yeah. They cursed the vampire Angelus so that he would have a soul and he would become angel and, and feel very sorry about all the people he killed. That's what gypsies do. torment for a hundred years. They That's do that. They do that shit, man, all the yep. time. Prosecutors told the court two female attackers, including Carvalho, had turned up at the bar Ms. Rumney was working at, persuaded her to get into a car driven by a third suspect, and took her to a remote spot where she was abandoned to her fate in a wild, isolated, and unfamiliar place, naked and seriously wounded and bleeding to death. They take it back to Transylvania or something? Yes, yeah. <laughs> After being kicked and stabbed. Jesus. Yeah. Why did she get in the car? Um, it was a carriage being driven by uh, <laughs> Dracula's gypsy and his wives. Yeah. Just a bunch of like timber wolves pulling yeah. this carriage. Yeah. It's just like, oh, we'll give you a ride home. Come on. They talked her into it somehow. You know what they probably did? A bunch they, of weird, like, Portuguese, like, oh, you need to come, uh, you need to come in our car. I bet you she party was, van. It's party van. Why are all those knives there? Oh, because we're going to cut this rabbit open and eat it for the party. All right. Sure. Well, yeah, but she was English, right? So they're probably mm. just like, we have lots of uh, pucker in here and uh, yeah, yeah. plenty of whiskey and mm. uh, shots of fireball. Mm, yeah. They'll come on in. And she's like, yeah. okay, why not? Free shots Ooh, of you fireball. want apple teeny? <laughs> you want apple teeny? Mm. We got it for free. Mm. They probably hypnotized her with one of their baubles. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one of their goo gauze, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, she lost two liters of blood Jesus. and needed emergency surgery after staggering into the road to flag down a passing car. They probably also had like a bear and a fez on a unicycle or something, you know? <laughs> they have that shit too. They trained the I bears. I don't get it. What did they do here? They just put her in the car and they just like the whole, the, with the, whole, the whole gypsy crew just fucked her up in the car. Her attackers stabbed her and hacked her hair off with scissors before stripping her clothes off. God. Yeah. So, wow, this, this must be like just this is how the shaming ritual goes. That's how it goes. Were they all who were the attackers? Are they all male or female? Or? Um, it was um, it was a Roma gypsy trio, okay? But I think um, two of them were acquitted or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, uh, her mother, uh, the the Carvalho's mother and a third Roma gypsy tried over the attack were acquitted. So, wait, she attacked the woman with her mom. It was. It's unclear whether the mother was there because they did get acquitted, and the the um, the judge said that this court finds it has been proven the guilty woman acted with the help of two other people, a male and female, whose identify whose identities have not been able to be established. Oh, okay. There's so no conclusive evidence mom. that the mother and this other woman helped, so that's why they got. I was hoping his mom could this have been a very family podcast. I know, yeah. We, you know, we had like the you know, the family murderers, yeah. then we have like the mother daughter that, that steal a baby from a womb and now a mother daughter mm. do a, a classic mm. Roma shaming ritual. Wow. Families. Yeah. Mommy's family dads units for man. the money they'd throw. Yeah. You know? And so that's how right. it was. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. That's true. Um Yeah, so uh, what's this lady's? Leanne's sister, Kaylee Ann, shared an online appeal for financial help after the traumatic attack. GoFundMe. Oh, GoFundMe. Yeah. 
Uh, she wrote, My sister moved to Portugal for a ex new exciting adventure, only to be violently attacked by three people who punched and kicked her as well as attacking her with knives. 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 And a pair of scissors. <laughs> well, don't, don't you think that probably happens in Newcastle or wherever she's from, like, all the time? Yeah, you think so. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. She survived the ordeal with seven stab wounds, various marks, and a 30-centimeter cut on her head, and she also lost two liters of blood. God, so, so is that what the, this shaming ritual is all about? It's like, we make you ugly. I think so, yeah. So it's just, we shave your head, we cut you, we they scar cut her you. hair off as a sick jealousy ritual. Wow. Mm. Do they do anything with the hair? Like, yeah. I imagine they, like, put it in a cauldron and, like, you know, <laughs> do some kind of curse, kill a fucking cat in the blood and yeah, whatever. Yeah, something, something like that, you know? They probably yeah. give it to the bear, you know? <laughs> so, if you see a bear with long, luxurious blonde hair. Dude, gypsies, gypsies scare the shit out of me. Yeah. And I work in Glendale where there's a lot of Armenians. Mm. I'm very polite. Like, if an Armenian woman's coming out of the marshals, I'll hold the door open. Because I don't want her to, like, do something. Yeah, uh, okay. Armenians aren't gypsies, pal. Oh, close right. enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they kind of look yeah. like them. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. sure they do kind of same type of, type of rituals over there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I dated one, you know. Did you? Yeah. The oh, one yeah. who stabbed she stabbed Oh, yeah, me. she stabbed yeah, you. Yeah, she did. I'm surprised so, she, yeah, she scarred I mean, you up, cut your hair them. off. Don't, don't. <laughs> don't cross them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Wow. So she she recovered. Did she move back, or did she stay in Portugal? Well, um, no, she moved back to the UK. Uh, the sister said, "I would like to raise as much money as we can, so we can fly out to see her, as well as buy her a wig to replace her long, beautiful blonde hair." <laughs> Man. Okay. Ms. Rumney, who is now back in the UK, revealed before the trial started that she no longer takes showers because she is haunted by the feeling of blood pouring down her back. Uh, so, God. Speaking of the gypsy regular who she was accused of having an affair with, she said, I noticed this man was taking an interest in me, yeah, when I was working behind the bar, but I didn't fancy him, never dated him. <laughs> but his family seemed to think we were having an affair. It wouldn't listen to me when I tried to explain nothing was going on. Yeah, could you imagine? She's like, yeah. You really think I'd shag him? Yeah. <clears throat> Look at him. <clears throat> Yeah, he's greasy, pockmarked, mm. and he's like five foot two. Mm. <laughs> you out of your mind. I was very naive and made the mistake of accepting a lift home from them. And realized straight away I was in trouble. Well, yeah, you just got a mm. fucking gypsy carriage. They drove me 45 minutes away from where I lived to a remote spot that opened the bag, which I saw contained a knife and scissors. I was convinced they were going to kill me, yeah? And was so scared, I didn't move or speak as the two women stripped me naked and started stabbing me in the back. Wow. They finally took the scissors and chopped off all me hair. It was some kind of ritual to shame me. Then left me with blood pouring from me wounds. I thought I was going to bleed to death. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be tough. Why does she assume it's a ritual? It's kind of a weird assumption, but... I don't okay. know. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. It's like, you know, some woman looks at your husband, it's like mm. the gypsy shave head ritual. Right. You know, we got to do it. Yeah. And the mom's <laughs> like, all right, let's yeah. go. 
You know, it's probably the seventh time she's done it. You know, she's going to be a tough one to date after that. Uh, yes. You know, probably, that's, a, that's an S&M thing, though, too. What, shaving your head and cutting your back up? And like having a master, like, shave, a, you know, slaves, like, a, especially a woman. Oh, really? A master, yeah. like, shaves the head? Yeah. There's I thought, videos. There's a lot I of videos. like, an S&M thing is just... I know somebody a, that did it. Jeffrey. Be attacked by a band of gypsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stabbed repeatedly. Uh-huh. Have them unleash their rabid ferrets on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. My, that's my fetish. Yeah. yeah, that's a weird one. Uh-huh. Anyway. Mm. I'm glad she made it out of there. Yes. I probably wouldn't go back to Portugal if I was her. No. Uh, people, send your stories to gmail.com. Uh, we have some phone calls coming up next. You can mm. always call the Sick Around Hotline. We do appreciate it. 323-522-4032. Uh, before we get to our first call, though, we have a few of them this week. Uh, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people can call the Sigron Hotline at 323-522-4032. This first call, I find particularly suspicious. Mm. My bullshit detector is kind of going off here. Okay. Yeah, it's a call from James. Mm-hmm. James, who is uh, the supposed tormentor the of Boner Villain. The mythical creature, yeah. Yeah, the mythical creature that is James. Mm-hmm. So here's James calling in, talking about weird things that, is, that has been happening to him and mm-hmm. not understanding why. Okay. But let, listen to the call, mm-hmm. and, and then maybe you can understand why my bullshit detector's going off. Okay. Or why I'm a bit, a bit skeptical about who's actually calling in. Right. All right, here you go. Call from James. Yes, hello. I am not sure what number this is or who I've reached, <laughs> but my name is James. Sure. And I've been having some very strange things happen to me lately. I've been having my internet get disconnected randomly. <laughs> when I leave my house in the morning and I look at my front door, it almost looks like somebody's been trying to pick my locks. And yesterday when I returned home, I found a letter in my mailbox folded up. Now, it's written in crayon, and I don't really understand all the words in here. It appears to be some sort of subpoena for internet stalking, and I cannot read the signature on it. It said something like, Bobber Villain, or Boner Villain. I don't know what it is. I like Bobber Villain. I like Bobber Villain. Bobber Villain is a... (laughs) Bobber Villain. The end just looks like a B. That's why it's Bobber Villain. Yeah. It's something about coming to court to answer for my crimes. And it has this phone number at the bottom of the page. I don't know if this is Boner Villain or Bobber Villain or whoever the hell this is, 
but this is James. Leave me the fuck alone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wow, he's really doing some world building here. Yeah, know? it is really yeah. weird. He's doing so, some where he's building the whole thing. You know? I mean, I'm like, I would we're, bet. We're going to have to start a wiki. Yeah. You know, a <laughs> fandom wiki. A uh, fandom wiki here for yeah. Bobber Villain. Mm. I I suspect strongly that that was Bobber Villain trying to. Uh, oh, you, th- you think so? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think it was Bobber. I think it was a guy, just random guy calling this <laughs> number. I just mm. understand. What do you think Bobber Villain's like goal is with that call? I think he's creating a world. But I you mean, know? what what does he expect us to be like? Oh, mm. this is what happens. No, I think he's trying to be funny. I think he's trying to be yeah, funny yeah, too. Yeah. I think he's calling in trying to be funny. That because the other thing too, I'm mildly bemused, Bobber Villain. I, I, so you know. <laughs> Not amused, bemused. I am mildly bemused, too, by the Bobber villain antics. Mm. Um, But, yeah. I mean, the the only other reason why I don't think it could be anyone else but Bobber villain Mm. is who would have remembered all the shit that that Bobber villain claims that James is, that he's Mm. going to do to James? Well, also, isn't the whole thing is that, you know, he's going after James because James is a fan of the show and he called, prank called, Bobber, Bobber villain's villain. mom or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. He's yeah. going full like gypsy curse on him now. Yeah, he's going full but, fucking but, Bates Motel. <laughs> you know, full like incel rebellion here. Yeah, yeah. But he's but he said I think in a previous call that he's like I got a subpoena for you. Yeah, and I'm gonna change your locks. Yeah, and I can pick locks. No, clearly and, he's he's he's. Uh, He's taking the piss on his own world because it's written in crayon. Yeah, it's written yeah, in yeah, crayon. He's yeah. making, fun. but no. that's the thing. He's mm. yeah, he's being self-deprecating mm. here. It's yeah, it's a whole other it's level of meta. bobber it's getting, villain. Yeah, it's yeah. getting meta. Yeah, mm. I'm interested to see where this goes. Well, well, but but I'm willing to play along. James, you better watch mm. out. I'm interested to see the the Foucauldian dimensions that are added to this as it goes on. You know. Very interested. Yeah, I'm very, I'm yeah. very, I'm, I am very interested as well to yeah. see where this, where this yeah. will lead. Yeah. The next, uh, the extra dimensional worlds mm. that have been created by Bobberville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next yeah. call we have here is uh, this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really upset about that 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 other guy's stepmom shag story from right. last week. So there was a guy that called in last week. You might remember who. First of all, just decried the phone calls that we've received currently. Right. Remember and I'm just, calling was, him Moonraker. Yeah, Moon, uh, Moonraker. Yeah. yeah, I think that's better than 007. Moonraker. So, Moonraker. I had a yeah. good name for him too, but I forget. Mm-hmm. But Moonraker's good. Mm-hmm. So Moonraker called in mm-hmm. and uh, was saying how uh, he disparaged all the phone calls we get. And here's, like, and here's my call. And he tells a story about how he got like a blowjob from his stepmother or something. And so this guy calls in this week here and he is uh, very upset about this phone call and uh, he doesn't think it's true. He's okay. doubting the veracity of Moonraker's phone story. How dare you, sir? Yeah. Sir, how dare you? Hey, you two fucking shit weasels. <laughs> fucking Roger thinks that's a fucking sick and wrong story. Something he read about in a fucking penthouse spanky crank fucking magazine this guy smokes a lot of cools yeah a lot of well, cool you, when you, a lot of when you listen to this guy's voice 
How do you picture him in, in your mind? Because I'm imagining like a David Beckham type looking yeah, guy. Yeah, I know? picture a David Beckham very, type too. Very, real slick very and handsome. Very rugged and yeah. handsome, yeah. GQ kind of, yeah. you know, photo shoot thing. Kind of uh, Ryan Reynolds type right. of guy. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I picture that too. Perform bullshit. Shit, he's probably just been sniffing his mom pennies and cranking and wanking it to his fucking mommy. Fucking big bullshit. I'll make a sick and wrong story out and come over there and draw. Definitely not a disheveled clown in a wife beater. No, you know, not definitely with, not yeah, that. with like that's not what food I'm particles in his right. beard. Nope. No, definitely nah, not. Nah. Hole in his fucking skull. Pull some acid in it, making my own little zombie wombie. We got them backwards where the fuck he's at and get them bandages going. Da ding 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 sticking on ourselves, fucking with my fucking beat up fucking Vienna sausage. Yeah, it's just I don't even know. I it's even it's know. like degenerating into. By the end, it's just gonna be like. <laughs> it's like hillbilly and bread ramblings at yeah, this yeah. point. I'm not mm. quite sure where he's going. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like that Matthew McConaughey <laughs> Lincoln commercial. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Roger, you're so full of fucking shit. That's all I gotta say. You fuck your stepmom. You fucking lying. Fucking dog. Boner villain's more of a man than you is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Bobber villain? He said Boner villain. He didn't say Bobber villain. He's not prescient, you know. Yeah. What? Why do you think he's so bothered by this guy's stepmom call? Why do you think he's so Bobber villain? Bobber. Um, I don't know. I think I maybe because it's like. The guy is 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 uh, you know in a glass house throwing stones, complaining about the quality of the calls, and then possibly making up a penthouse forum story. Possibly know, isn't true. Or do you think uh, this guy that called in here, David Beckham, do you think he gets really upset when he sees incense porn, like incest porn on Pornhub? Yeah, and he sees it, and he's like, "How oh, dare you! I don't yeah. want to fuck my sister." Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it hit yeah. too close to home, right? Yeah, or something. That's not what it's like at all. When I fuck yeah. my sister, it's it's more like this. Sister, <laughs> come here. <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, maybe sure. maybe that uh, maybe that's what it is. You know? I, I'm not sure. You know, to be honest, mm. it was an entertaining story. Yeah, whether it was true or not, do you really care? Yeah, it's not. We're kind of beyond that. Shit, what is man. truth? As a, yeah. What is truth? As a, as a, like basically, the, the the if you make it sound true, we'll just just go with it. We'll just pretend it's true. Okay. I mean, look what we just did with that call from Bob or Philip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, James. Because <laughs> whatever you say, what you will about Moonraker, but he sold the story in the way he told it, right? I I enjoyed it. I actually, yeah. I mean, it to me, it seemed like it was factual. I didn't yeah. really, I didn't see a reason to disagree mm -hmm. with it you know or to, to question if it, it if it isn't like that's like he you know he was told it well and he must have spent time rehearsing who would do that yeah and it didn't sound like I he guess, was reading it yeah, yeah you know yeah. i don't know whatever so, yeah. anyway if it's a good story i'm gonna yeah. play it here on the show uh -huh. regardless of the the so-called truth aspect um anyway Sorry you hated that call there but uh go go back to drinking moonshine and i don't know making your own 
incest porn. Yes. Uh, next call we have here. I wonder if this guy's going to be upset about this one. Mm. This is another uh, sex story about a guy. Well, I don't know if it's really a sex story, but it's a, mm. a sexy encounter okay. involving a massage. All right. All right, fellas, let me try this again. So here, um, I had this I had this super hot girlfriend, uh, blonde. Already I'm doubting the veracity of this. <laughs> mm. As soon as he said super hot girlfriend, yeah. I was like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And curvy, just, just the way a lot of people like them, just the way I like them. I lived with her for about two years, and we had lots and lots of sex, really loud vocal. Is this the guy that... That wrote that curvy song about his uh, chubby, sexy, about oh, his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go check mm. out that awesome song. I bet you this it's is the guy. It's not as woke as you think, guys. <laughs> not as woke as you think. Dot yeah. com. Sex, and she had these two daughters, one of whom was uh, about ten, the other was eleven, and uh, I know they. Heard and you had lots of sex, huh? Okay. Yeah, but not with the daughters. No, I know, but. You know, I hope hopefully not. They heard us. They heard us a lot. Now, I never, I, I never had any interest in any of them because uh, I'm not a pedophile. But the problem is the trailer has very thin walls. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very right. thin walls, so the kids are used to hearing it. Mm. I remember there's a girl that uh, uh, a friend of mine used to used to bang. What was her name? Christy something. And we used to go to their trailer because the mom would just let us smoke in the trailer mm. and hang out. And uh, it was kind of funny because the mom was actually pretty hot. Mm. She was divorced. Uh, the, the girl was like a sophomore. I think we were like seniors. So my friend would just go and fuck the girl. And you could just mm. hear her in the trailer. We'd yeah. just be smoking cigarettes with the mom, drinking Southern Comfort, which is the mom drank. Wow. She'd just give us shots of it. Yeah. And then occasionally we'd go over there and watch TV. And the mom would be getting fucked by her boyfriend. And you could just totally hear it. And then they'd all come out and hang out. And we'd all drink Southern Comfort. I thought it was the weirdest thing. I, tr I, I came, I don't know, I, okay, I, let's not say I came close, but there was a th situation like a few years ago where it was like, I might have, like, I fucked this woman and it was like, I was also talking to her daughter and it seemed like that could be a possibility to work towards. How old was the daughter? Like 14? No. She was like in her <laughs> early 20s. How old was the mom? 40-ish. Would you have been opposed to a threesome? Or would that have been too weird? It would have been weird. I probably would have done it just for the story. Just for the just story. Just for the, you know? Because <laughs> nobody wants to hear about the time you said no to that. You know what I mean? No, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have done it for the yeah, story. Yeah, I would have done it for It's not like story. you're related to that. Yeah, it's weird. So, But, yeah. Um, yeah. How, how did, it, did it just not work out? Like, was the daughter too weirded out that you dated the mom? The daughter was kind of crazy. The daughter was, was um, a Nazi. Wow. Yeah, up in okay. the valley. She was, she was like, yeah. Was the mom a Nazi? No. Oh, okay. The was mom the mom was, concerned that her... Mom's like, kind of hot, but the mom's kind of like a hillbilly, you know? How did you know the daughter was a Nazi? Did she have like the Nazi hair? Like, you know that Chelsea cut that the She had have? something kind of like that. And also like she had some tattoos, I think. And, like a bunch of swastika know, tattoos. She, like, her boyfriend was like a Nazi and, you know, her, her ex-boyfriend... I think she ran with that that crowd up in the valley. Did she know uh, your? Because these were all meth people. These were not meth people, but they, they meth adjacent people. Did she know your heritage? Yeah. And she didn't care about it. 
Which one? The daughter? Yeah. Well, obviously, I didn't fuck her, you know, oh. so I don't know, you know. But, anyway. you know, I, w- I wasn't aiming for it. It was just kind of like, a, huh. I was just having sex with the mom, but it was just kind of, hmm, it was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. This is like a, Where'd you meet the mom? At a drug dealer's house. <laughs> She sounds a bit like And I a, was like, oh, she's cute. And I got like in touch with her. Sounds like friend. a quality woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I broke up with her. Life went on. And about 15 years later, I go for a group on massage. And what do you know? It's one of her daughters. And we started talking about the sounds we used to make. And uh, she just gave me a regular massage. But then mm-hmm. I ended up. Uh, a regular massage. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, you, that's that's weird. Where do you think this guy lives to go to a group on massage and have it be like a white person? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that yeah. would be. I don't even even like in Michigan, like yeah. Bay City, Michigan, if you went for a massage, it was almost always an Asian person. Right. So I don't even know. And I feel like if you were white and you opened a massage parlor like Thai women would like fucking throw a fucking Molotov cocktail yeah, to like yeah and destroy yeah. your facility mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of odd mm-hmm. so you go there you get a massage you recognize her as mm-hmm. being so at this point if she was 10 15 years she'd be like 25 yeah and this guy would have been like I don't know what 45 yeah. maybe something like that 50 and uh you start talking about the loud sex you had with your mom mm-hmm. and then you end up dating her it's weird Wait, he's not dating her. Well, listen to what he said. Oh. Not dating her, but oh. banging her a couple banging of times. Banging her. And, uh, yeah, it was worth doing. Anyway, keep it sick, keep it wrong. I kind of missed the end of that. Um, but so he said that he didn't end up dating her. No, I mean, before that. Like, what did he We say? got the massage. They were joking about the loud sex that he had with oh, her mom. okay. And then after that, they didn't end up dating, but he ended up banging her a couple How old times. was she at the time? I'm assuming he said 15 years later, so she okay. was probably 25. 20, yeah. Huh. Wow. That's, uh, so, that's um, fucking weird. And that's the thing. He told that in an authentic manner. Yeah. So I have no reason to uh, And not also, believe didn't it. that happen in True Detective or something? Did it? Wasn't he, was he was dating? Uh, eh, he ended up fucking a girl that later on. Yeah, it was a thing. Oh, um, yeah. And I forget yeah, who yeah. the actress was, but she was hot. Mm. And we get to see her tatas. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's always so, nice. Well, um, good for you there, Mister yeah. Mister Man. I guess so. I mean, it's I don't know. know. It's kind of nasty. Sort of. Know? I mean, it's like he just dated the mom, broke up with her, and now he kind of pretty much like fucked his daughter. Well, oh yeah. So that's <laughs> oh no, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. Happening Game yeah. of Thrones all the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Did, did, I wonder, like, after having sex, if they just wa- like discuss like you know post-coital conversation of how weird yeah. and awkward it was mm. i'd like to hear more information about what was discussed after you for, you had sex with her right and did the mom ever find out that yeah that's that would be it. interesting that's interesting that'd be interesting mm. all right we have one more call here mm-hmm. uh this is from a guy who uh really wants to do uh some psilocybin mm-hmm. he really wants to do a few mushrooms all right hey fellas this is sam up in uh up in the bay area Hey, I was just listening to, I don't know, one of those, one of your episodes, and uh, you were just talking about uh, taking a bunch of mushrooms, just wandering around by yourself. 
I don't think it's a bad thing. I used to do that shit too. And uh, especially now that I'm 41 with a mortgage and a suburban life and been with the same woman for 22 years. Uh. And it's, it's something I would really like to do now, to be honest, to be able to do that. I'm sure you're going to say it's not as glamorous as all that, but maybe... Does he have kids or something? Or? Yeah, I don't understand what's stopping yeah, you what's from stopping doing you? it. Yeah. Like, would your wife be upset about yeah, it? Yeah, I don't get God, it. He's 41. He's been the same woman for 22 years. That's crazy Since 19. to do about that. Jesus, I would have to do mushrooms yeah. in that. Yeah. yeah, in that situation. It's just a change of pace or relive something from long ago. Kind of grab hold of that, that old feeling. He didn't say he had kids, right? He just yeah. said he's he's been with the same woman yeah, for mortgage. 22 years. Okay, he's yeah. got a mortgage. Huh. But he didn't say anything about kids. Yeah. Huh. But I always prefer to do that shit by myself because, let's be honest, most people fucking suck. Right? Yeah, that's true. Anyway, mm. keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Later. I yeah, I mean, I don't see what what's do. stopping you. Unless you yeah. know where to get them. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Mushrooms are kind of hard to find. Yeah, they're if, kind of a pain. I mean, you can just, you can go on uh, a Silk Dream Road Market or, or yeah. Alpha market or whatever the fuck it's called you know i would never do order that. drugs from i mean i know people that do i mean know? really mm -hmm. like now yeah, they yeah. actually go online yep. and have fedex or something yep oh i don't know it's about fine. that yeah i've always been wary of those mm. type of things but you know if you just put the feelers out mm. talk to somebody that can like you know occasionally get you blow or something you can usually find someone that gets you mushrooms yeah especially in the bay area yeah, well, i mean what's the problem is I, it just getting them or you think your wife will be like oh you can't do it, you know. I almost think it'd be funnier mm. just to do it and see if your wife mm. realizes that you're high. Mm. Like I think it'd be funny just to like do a bunch of mushrooms mm. and like go out with your wife for you know or, like come mm. home and just like start watching TV with your wife and see what she says. Yeah, what is she? Some kind of like buzzkill girlfriend character from a yeah. Judd Apatow <laughs> film or something? You know, like I don't understand what's the problem. I mean, and and also like when I do it, I, I'm not like fucking wandering around like. Go the things. Like I'm, I'm fucking. I'm my microdose. You know what I mean. So it's like it's not that different from me. You know. But when's the last time you actually tripped out? Like ate half an eighth of mushrooms. Oh, I high school or something. Oh, it's been. Oh, okay. Yeah. You haven't done it. So no, I have a very sensitive brain, and and as I've gotten older, it's gotten more sensitive. So I would never take that much. I would never just do that. Yeah, I don't Fuck really. That. That's the thing that. with me. It's like yeah. much like this guy said. I have a mortgage and all this. Even when I microdose, there's a chance of it. There's a chance that it could not be good for me. You know, because it's, you might it's actually happened freak a couple out. times. Well, that's the thing. I mm. I have real mm. world concerns right now that I just don't want to think about mm. when tripping, as opposed to when I was 18 and I can just do whatever I want. Mm. We said that here on the show before. Mm. However, that being said, mm. you know what? I I got mushrooms like I was like four months ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, my girlfriend and I, I think I ate like maybe three caps and a stem, mm -hmm. like in the duration of like five mm -hmm. hours. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. You just kind of sat around listening to Hawkwind, mm -hmm. staring at the ceiling, you know, sure. the spackled ceiling. And like, yeah. it was a good time. And then yeah. we like walked around the block and it was, it was fun. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking, do it with your wife. Yeah. You know, just give her some tea. Yeah. Give, tea. You, yeah. You didn't give us enough information. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think she'll enjoy it. Yeah. Just be like, mm. uh, yeah, maybe it's a marital aid. You never know. It yes. could be. <laughs> anyway. I like having sex on it, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. I like, uh, I've always liked having sex when I'm coming down. Mm. Like in the midst of it, uh, sometimes I'm just too fucked up to even think about sex. Right. 
but coming down when I'm like still mm. kind of fucked up, mm. but at the same time I still can get like a boner. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, that's mm. kind of an, it's enjoyable. All right. Anyway, I think you should do the mushrooms there, Buster Brown. Mm-hmm. Do them. People call sick wrong hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. Best way to support the show, become a Sick and Wrong patron. You should do this right now. If you're not a patron, yeah. you are missing out on hours of entertainment. You like, fuck. Seriously, hours. Like, we have yeah. hundreds of posts now. Like, if you go there, you're going to have, like, I don't know, 50 stories, countless phone calls. Yeah. And then all the outtakes of, like, me and Harrison just shooting the shit. Yep. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. And actually, you know, what you could check out is I put up a poll last week. Mm. About who would you rather smash, Lady D or Madam Harrison? Mm-hmm. And I put up a, a picture using that new Snapchat gender bender filter. And uh, dude, Harrison killed me. Did I? I you won? killed me. Oh, wow. Not even by like one or two. When I checked, it was like you were winning. Huh. Oh, not first. even by like one or two. You right. like slayed me. Oh. Like huh. You are an attractive woman. You're an attractive huh. woman to our audience. Huh. Well, not everybody. Wow. Yeah. Um, but you're definitely much more attractive than me, which I don't. I don't, I'm not surprised by. Mm. I I assume I'd be an I ugly woman. I definitely looked more demure. That's you, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you also look like you'd probably take it in the butt. Yep. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Especially in that picture. Right. I like uh, how one person was like, Harrison didn't even take off his glasses. Why would I? Because <laughs> a female me would also be wearing glasses. So that's why I didn't do it. Louise. Jerkos. Louise was like. E, about me she's yeah. like D looks just like Anne Frank <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there's a lot yeah yeah one of uh, I think it was Callie mm. that was like y'all look really rough like both of us look rough and mm. some other guy said something that was kind of I forget mm. there were some pretty funny comments on it mm. so I'm leaving it up there mm. you can still go vote if you want but you, the only way you're gonna see what I and what I and Harrison look like as women right. is I go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So sign up today. We appreciate the support. Yay. Sick and wrong song of the week uh, is a song called Beach is Burning by Venus and the Razorblades, a fine L.A. punk band. Are they punk or are they just L.A. 70s rock? Yeah, they're kind of just like more of L.A. 70s rock. Yeah, but rock, uh, yeah. didn't Fowley, can Fowley produce them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good band though. Mm-hmm. They have a great, great record. Mm-hmm. But "Beaches Burning" is a fine song. I think it's a good Memorial Day song. Yes, because everyone's going to go out to the beaches and enjoy barbecues with their families that hopefully are not families that kill, but just families that barbecue. Yeah, or fuck each other. Or fuck each other. Don't yeah. don't be a family. If you're going to glean one lesson from the show, don't be a family that kills or fucks each other. That's just right. Be a family that enjoys each other's company. While you're barbecuing this memorial day. Don't slay people together. Don't slay yeah. that pussy together, please. Anyway, Thank people you. will be back next week with mm. uh, episode uh, 689. Till then, take it Susie. Yay, yay!
Wow. Oh, it's so great having a wobbly H over here with Natalie Wood and William Shatner. Oh, God, it's so good. I feel like I can't hold out much longer. Oh, can't understand why you're doing this, Chris. I'm not gay. Neither am I, but... Doesn't it feel good? Oh, gonna, gonna, gonna blow one. 
Wowie wow. Oh. I hope you weren't recording this. Don't want to end up on sick and wrong.